Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and reacts to every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and also Disney Plus show because that's what we're covering. Well, actually, we're not reviewing, responding, reacting because this is new, so we're just viewing, sponding, and acting. Anyway, I'm Tony Camarena, <laughs> and I'm Matt Rodriguez, <laughs> and you can follow us at uh, uh, Twitter on uh, at MCU underscore Rewind, and give us that five star app on um five star. God, I messed myself up. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. Yes, I, you are. You can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore one and give us a rating on whatever podcast app you use, which is the best thing you can do for any podcast. And with that, today's episode is going to be a reaction uh, to WandaVision and a preview of Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming up on Disney+. Plus. That's right. It's a double header. Uh, and not exactly a preview, more of a prediction episode, uh, like this part um so we're we're combining them into two episodes as you or into one episode uh as you may have noticed by the title uh if you actually read the title in your podcast app uh so and actually uh definitely you want to stick around for the prediction episode the second half of this episode because we have some guests and you're gonna have to wait uh, until then to find out who the guests are they're cool guests i like them um for this entire uh, episode, um, we have our uh, special rules for spoilers, which means anything can be spoiled. All of the TV shows, all the movies, etc. So if there's anything you definitely don't want to be spoiled, like maybe the entire season of Hellstrom, uh, go watch that first, I guess, and then come back and listen to this. Um, yeah, and that's about it. So uh, I guess with that, we can go ahead and start actually doing our uh, results to the prediction episode that we had. What was it? Eight weeks ago? Seven? Seven weeks ago that we made these, these predictions? Yeah, I believe so. After the first two episodes dropped, because, you know, we're good on timing. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. So let's let's argue for some points, because I don't think either of us got a full one right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But first, Al, what did you think about the show overall? Oh no the the show was amazing. Um, I I loved it. Um, I'm I'm a little uh, hesitant to like to say exactly like so. One thing that I'm wondering is uh, how uh, you know how rewatchable this is going to be later on because mm -hmm. you know right now the show came out and you know you and I Tony we were talking we both watched every episode multiple times. Yeah. Uh, the other people that we talked to uh, on Twitter essentially the other MCU. Uh, podcast people <laughs> they've all uh watched every episode multiple times you know we we all had a, a fun time talking about it and also making up our predictions and you know of what we think is going to happen you know changing those predictions as the season went along mm -hmm. uh, so that was a lot of fun uh but given you know how things really turned out uh, it, it's actually kind of making me uh a little bit hesitant on other predictions that i will start making uh for other shows in uh, in the mco well after um falcon and winter soldier because we already recorded that episode a week ago we it's it's weird with podcast stuff anyway yeah. uh because <laughs> um, yeah i i mean and the the example you know that uh, of the kind of thing that I'm, I'm aiming for is um you know one of the things kevin feige had said is that you know with the disney plus shows they're going to be able to have more of that crossover kind of continuity stuff between tv shows and movies and we definitely got that with wandavision but it wasn't that level. Like, I, I think a lot of us, myself included, I definitely thought that that meant, like, yeah, new stuff is going to happen in the uh, movies, or sorry, in the TV shows and the DC Plus shows that will 
is like the same level of kinds of things that would happen in the movies. And that's definitely not what ended up happening. Mm -hmm. So uh, that definitely changes how I will be making predictions in the future. But anyway, back to the original question. It was a really good show. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely loved it. Um, I do really like now getting a concept of maybe what these Disney Plus shows are. Like, we know more than anyone else in the MCU, we know the ins and outs of both Tony Stark's and Captain America's lives because they've got the most screen time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thor too, but Thor, I think... Uh, it's less his regular life. Um, these Disney Plus shows are really going to focus on, because, I mean, I felt like I before the show, I had a decent idea of who Wanda was, even though she's now much more complex a character, in my opinion, after this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who Vision was as a, per- as a person at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then I was thinking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming up, is I don't know who those people are, when they're not with Steve Rogers. So I'm now like you, I'm going to be switching up how I think about these shows is less about, Oh my goodness. They're going to have something crazy happen. You know? Yes, they did. And it's going to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more about knowing these characters and knowing who they are. So when they show up in the big tentpoles of like these characters showing up in, um, uh, uh, Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness or Monica showing up in Captain America too. Captain Marvel, Marvel too. <laughs> um, we'll have a much better idea of who they are in their own lives, which I think is great. Um, <laughs> also, when I watched the finale, I think a lot of people, myself included, was were a tiny bit disappointed because everyone's hyped it up in their imaginations for all these like crazy theories of Mephisto and... Uh, Pietro or Peter from the X-Men universe and stuff like that. But watching it the second time, knowing what happened, it's just a good story about this broken woman and how she copes within these extraordinary, with these extraordinary powers, which is a valuable story in and of itself without these crazy twists and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, throughout the season, there were so many like red herrings that they would throw in Mm -hmm. just to mess with us. You know, the, those of us specifically who look at every single detail and think, well, does, does that matter? Does that matter? Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, we, we, we did it to ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the showrunners didn't help. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> neither did but, Paul yeah. Bettany, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That son of a gun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we should have known based off of his quote that he got to work with uh, someone he's always wanted to work with like, Oh, well, yeah, okay, that's obvious. He just wanted to work with himself. Yeah, he wanted two paychecks. But, Pretty okay. much. <laughs> Although I like, um, while looking at Paul Bettany stuff, I did find a supercut of his favorite phrase. Have you seen this? Uh, no, I haven't. His favorite phrase he says in like at least twelve interviews because the supercut of him saying it with like cast members next to him about spoilers is "snitches end up in ditches," <laughs> <laughs> which. As people get up early in the morning and post things about Falcon the Winter Soldier or any of these shows in the future, I'm just going to put a gif with Paul Bettany saying that over and over again. <laughs> oh, I love it because I'm not someone who wakes up early enough to watch these shows. 
in the morning, which means then I have to avoid Twitter. Um, and it's, it's just a whole, it's a hassle all day. I had to like change my Google newsfeed preferences. <laughs> I had to tell Google that I don't like the Marvel cinematic universe that hurt that physically hurt. Yep. <laughs> Did it respond with, well, why are you hosting a Marvel podcast then? Or is it not self-aware of it yet? Um, I think it just chose not to believe me because I had to tell it I don't like a lot of things <laughs> and I'm still getting stuff every so often, but less of the uh, um, articles where the headline spoils the the episode. So yeah. that's good at least. Yeah. I mean, I feel like really it's more annoying to me that you don't wake up early and watch these because I do wake up early and watch them. I just don't post like an a-hole. But <laughs> you're the one I talk to most often about these shows and then I have to wait <laughs> <laughs> to talk to you about it it's just annoying you need more friends <laughs> i really do i need more nerdy friends like most of my friends who are nerds also just waited till the end of the show to binge the whole thing so i uh, they've been talking to me about it the last couple days oh <laughs> uh, and they didn't take the time to appreciate it they only exactly. watched each episode once uh right all right yeah anyway uh, mm-hmm Oh, anyway, the, the last thing I did actually want to kind of mention, tacking on to, to what you said, is that uh, in addition to, like, how this story fits into the MCU, it's... It, so one of the things that we've been getting with the MCU movies recently has been any kind of uh, first movie for a character is... It's, it's like a different style of uh, superhero origin story, right? Like, mm -hmm. usually it's someone who already has powers. And I, I, I keep mentioning this in like other random episodes we do right captain marvel black panther spider-man like they all had their powers when they got their first movie but they still kind of had to do some of those origin story type of things um and in a sense this tv show kind of had that that same concept right like she's learning that oh she always had the scarlet witch powers and the mind stone unlocked them or something to that effect mm -hmm. right there's there's a little bit more to that that we as the audience are also learning about the character and so i get the feeling that that kind of concept is going to keep showing up with the other shows maybe not loki or maybe with loki i have no idea we'll find out in a few months yeah i think the big rite of passage that both vision and wanda got in this that they hadn't had before is fighting a villain with the exact same powers as them <laughs> so you know we got nega vision and agatha so you're right that's true <laughs> All right, then. Do you, we want to jump into our very wrong predictions and see if we can get any points for these? <laughs> yep, let's let's do it. Let's see who gets bragging rights um, again. All right. So the first question was three questions. <laughs> what is the roll sword? Who runs it? And what are they doing? And you said sword is there to help monitoring. Nick Fury is involved. Um. And then I said, they're trying to get people out of the bubble, and and Daisy Johnson is involved, which I was shooting for the stars. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right, so I guess I'll start. Um, so defending myself, I mean, sword is there to help, but honestly, that's, I mean, that's just a generic gimme. Like that, that one, I don't think I should get any points for really, because mm -hmm. like that, that's just obvious. Um, just their monitoring. Eh, I I think I'm I'm gonna try to see if I can convince you to give me a quarter of a point for that one. We've uh, got we've got we've got to put a limit on how small 
fractions of points <laughs> we can give. I accept half a point. Quarter of a point. Okay. I'm going to argue with you on that more than <laughs> your argument. Okay, all right, all right. So if I can't justify half of a point, then it's not worth it. In that case, I can't justify anything for, for that answer. So Okay. Well, actually, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nick Fury is involved, right? Because when we get to the end of the series, mm-hmm. um, the the scroll lady who is is that the same uh, scroll who was the the um, the little girl in the first one in uh, Captain Marvel? Uh, no, no, in uh, well, maybe, uh, but no, the um, in Spider Man Far From Home, there were there were the two scrolls, right? And oh. I, I forget their names, but the the one who was um. Yeah, the uh, the one who Toby was Smulders. Co- oh, <laughs> that's what I was going to say to you, Maria Hill. <laughs> yeah, Maria Hill. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that was her or not. Uh, and if not, then I mean, either way, she implies she's like, "Hey, you want to go to that cool space station?" Yeah. Which we know Nick Fury is there. Eh, eh, eh. Uh, yeah, you know what? I will give you that half a point yes. if if you say that they were trying to get people out, they were trying to get Vision out, but they were also trying to get you know Monica out. And they, I mean, that wasn't Hayward's primary goal, but it was the goal of the organization, at least in the beginning. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it definitely was, especially when we first saw, like, you know, those first two episodes, Mm -hmm. they were there monitoring and trying to figure things out. And yeah, getting people out of whatever is going on. Yeah. Okay. Half of a point. Half a point each. Woo. All right. Are are you are you writing this in our notes? I am. I am. I am. All right. So right now, Al score point five. Tony score also point five. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Um, all right. Next question: What the he double hockey sticks is going on? <laughs> you said Wanda made a deal with someone to bring Vision back to life, but the demon took over the town to hide them from the world. The other person is using Vision to Vision to do computer stuff for him. And I said, a demon is creating an alternate world to create children, like in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say my answer, still possible, but not confirmed in this. So I will not accept the point. <laughs> okay, what, what do you mean it's still possible? This is my thought is someone, I think someone and this will be revealed in like multiverse of madness amplified uh agatha's powers back in the 18 or 1690s that we saw in the flashback and she has still a deal with the devil mephisto nightmare whichever demonic version they're going to go with mm-hmm. and we know from the post credit scenes that at least the souls of um billy and tommy are still out there somewhere because they called out to Wanda in that post-credit scene at the end of the finale. So I think that's still like in play that Agatha was a pawn, but it's not confirmed in this. So I wouldn't accept I don't, I'm not going to argue for the point. <laughs> okay. All right. So all right, all right. That, that makes sense. Like that would be a, a, a good storyline. So, mm-hmm. okay. We'll see how that goes. Um, and as far as mine goes, um, she definitely did not make a deal with anyone. She just created the town. Um, and Vision was just there to be around, and he wasn't being used at all. So 
yeah, zero points for me on that one. Yeah. Well, I, I think you're going to be happy with the next answers. <laughs> um, is Vision back to life is our next question. You okay. said his soul is back, but he only lives in this world, meaning the Hex. Mm-hmm. He will be back permanently in the end. And I said, I think he is back to life. <laughs> All right. So we both have some... Uh, we both have to make some cases, I think, mm-hmm. for our answers. So I'll I'll go ahead and start. Um, in a sense, like I don't know if we could would argue that that's a, a soul um, that is a part of him. I mean, that is exactly mm-hmm. uh, Wanda's words at the in the finale, right? She he asked, you know, what am I? And she said, well, you're the part of the uh, the mind gem that that lives in me. Um, yeah. So if you want to count that as half of a point, if not. Hey, man, I, I could take I was, it either way. I was going to give you a whole point for that. Oh, really? Well, uh, just because I added at the end that he will be back permanently in the end. Yeah, and I we're not getting metaphysical. They never bring talk about the soul, but his mind stone, and he is he is vision. Okay, and it is possible because we know Vision's body, uh, original body, is still out there. That mm-hmm. that that could be put in there, especially because we know that the souls of the the children or whatever we keep calling them souls, but yeah, something of Wanda's two kids are out there. So Mm -hmm. I guess that's possible. That's a thing. Okay. And then I think that when he gave Negavision his memories, that's essentially giving him back his soul. Okay. I don't know if I agree with that thing. Now I would still give you the point for saying that he's back because when they when the, the two of them were, were fighting um you know nega vision just I, I forget he said something i think he said i am vision. i am oh he said i am vision and then he left he didn't yeah. help he didn't stay like if, if he really was vision he would have done good and he may have been confused and tried to figure out what good is but he <laughs> he just got out of there we don't know what he did yeah we, i i'm really curious where he's gonna show up next Mm-hmm. yeah it's like because yeah he's just he's just out there now mm-hmm. um but yeah i my thought process is they uh hex vision unlocked his memories so maybe he only remembers up to when uh thanos uh ripped out the soul stone or the mind stone i mean yeah, that's that's kind of my assumption too. Like he remembers to that point, and then I guess maybe once he was turned back on outside of the hex mm-hmm. over here. So. But if he still is programming, he might leave to protect Wanda. Like if he sees Wanda, he'll try to kill her. Yeah, we just got over that storyline with Bucky. I think I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean you're you're right. That that actually would make that would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But okay, so one full point for both of us then yeah. i guess yeah all right Ooh. Yeah. all right did not think that would happen cool <laughs> okay so next question mm-hmm. uh it shows in the trailers that someone is asking who is doing this to you who is doing this to wanda who is the antagonist you said it was mephisto who she made a deal with and i said nightmare messing up because he's not used to giving pleasant dreams i would definitely say we were both wrong uh well hold on tony read the rest of mine mephisto who she made a deal with but she is choosing to stay there 
Okay. Now, I don't think that's worth half of a point. No, neither do I. (laughs) But she was consciously choosing to stay in this dreamlike world. Mm -hmm. I called part of that. Yeah, but I think think the real thing is, who's doing this? We didn't ask really why. (laughs) We just decided to expand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm not arguing for a point. <laughs> I'm just arguing that I got part of some kind of prediction for the episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's much to say about this. It was, uh, As the song clearly states, it was Agatha all along. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, part of me, a little disappointed there wasn't a bigger band behind it. But part of me thinks, like, as we got closer and closer and closer to the end of the season, I was... Ha- I'm glad they didn't throw in a Mephisto or a Nightmare in the last episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that would have been so much to explain. And I don't know, it, it might have... Like, if they did something like that, I was kind of starting to expect that it would be like an end credit scene or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, you know, maybe, considering, you know, we, we hear her kids' voices at the end. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I, I kind of have my, my own little theory there about Agatha. Yeah. Um, cause I, so I had mentioned this to you a little bit when we were, we were chatting um, that because like the timeline is a little bit weird. Like we're told how many days it was since Wanda went to sword to mm-hmm. visit uh, vision's body. And then we also know like how many days the TV show has been going. So I think what actually happened was that, uh, Wanda created this TV land, WandaVision land, mm-hmm. and yeah, you're right. TV land's copyrighted, so WandaVision okay. land. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I don't know who owns the phrase TV land. I'm, I'm assuming Disney doesn't. Nickelodeon, because it was a spinoff of the Nick and Night block they used to have. So that's Paramount. Okay, so then, so then WandaVision land. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so my theory is that it was actually, you know, quote unquote, perfect in that land until Agatha showed up. And that's when all of the like sitcom things started happening where they had to like hide, like, like the, the, the dinner with the hearts. Like before that, they're like, what, why, why, why is there anything on the calendar? And, and then that also started pushing forward the decades. So like, yeah, more stuff to say. Yeah, definitely was Agatha all along. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that, yeah, it was a very Dick Van Dyke, which was we see in the flashback episode that that was her favorite. But once Agatha showed up, and you know, brought, she brought the food that choked Mister Hart. So once she started messing things up, um, Wanda was like, "Well, this isn't working. Let's go to another show, and maybe that will be perfect." And so on and mm-hmm. so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, so, next question. Mm-hmm. How much does Vision know about the events of the Infinity War or the real world? And you said he doesn't know anything since he died or his superhero past. And I said, I agree. <laughs> Alright, so we, there's two parts to that. So, mm-hmm. he doesn't know anything that has happened since he died, which means that he knows the rest of his life, all three years i guess so we definitely didn't get that part yeah um but we also said that he didn't know his superhero past yeah which he didn't he didn't know anything other than what was in the hex 
That's true. I, I feel like this answer is actually two completely opposite things. He knows so do everything. I, honestly. <laughs> because the superhero past... Okay, the way I read this today, not that, <laughs> at that time, um, is... He does. He didn't uh, know anything before the hex. He was in Division Land, so he doesn't know anything about his superhero life, which is his entirety of his life, mm-hmm. and anything between the snap and the blip. That's what I read it as. Ah, okay. So I I just had to switch over to my notes of what I wrote down okay. when I was you know, trying to answer these questions, um, and so I wrote down quote nothing, j- just the word nothing. Um, which means I probably elaborated heavily when, when we <laughs> yeah. were talking about this. <laughs> um, so I think we get those points because I just agreed with you. <laughs> um, because I think he doesn't know anything before the hex, pretty much. Is mm-hmm. how I'm <laughs> and which is true. Uh, yeah, it's true because it's, it's not that vision. I mean, the, the vision yeah. we were talking about. So, okay. All right. Yeah. And then, and, like, he specifically says at one point he doesn't know who he is. That's true. But also, other Vision does have access to those memories, and he got them. So well, he did know everything up until when he died. Not at that point. Plus, mm-hmm. he wasn't Vision until he knew those memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give us those points. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That sounds good. Yay, points. All right. Still tied up. Two and a half to two and a half. All right, we've got two questions left. Let's do it. Which is going to change right now. Okay. All right. Do any of the other Avengers know what's going on? You said Nick Fury knows, but none of the others. And I said Doctor Strange knows. (laughs) You got that point. Yeah. (laughs) Straight out. Yes. (laughs) Very disappointed in Doctor Strange. (laughs) Where is he? Isn't this like... The sole purpose of um, the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I was very surprised he actually didn't show up or make mm-hmm. any kind of mention or anything yeah, like I was that. like, post credit scene or something, but no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I am actually going to argue, um, we're not 100% sure Nick Fury knows, um, right? Because I, I, I know I mentioned that at the beginning, but it's possible... Um, so when the, the scroll was talking to Maria Rambo, mm-hmm. she said an old friend of your mother's, which is possible. That's Nick Fury. Yeah. The other possibility could be Captain Marvel. It's true. So I, do you want me to knock you down to a uh, half a point? I'm going to go with a half a point. Yeah. I, okay. I think, I think that's fair. So just cause we're not a hundred percent sure, but then again, considering we do know that Nick Fury is working with the scrolls, it's probably, it's. It, it wasn't outright said, but it's probably that. Yeah. I think it's all pointing towards being a Fury Ant. But mm-hmm. yeah. if you want to take away half a point from yourself, I'll accept it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't don't ask me again. Just, just let's move on. Okay. <laughs> and then our final question, mm-hmm. which, as always, is make a random off-the-wall prediction. And you leaned in hard to this one. Because we, yeah. <laughs> you said the Infinity Stones are still involved. Mister Hart is soul. The Mind Stone is on Vision's I wrote box, but I must have said body. Oh no, box. No, it's yeah. the box. The um from episode two. Mm-hmm, Wanda yeah. reverse timed, and Wanda has more powers from the Infinity Stones. 
I would say no. Yeah, my my whole thing was that um like she has more powers because of the uh-huh. infinity stones and like the other things were like representing infinity stone stuff. Um and I agree with you. No. Um I mean she does have more powers. We got that part, but it had nothing to do with any of the of the stones. Yeah. So all right. And then my answer is Agnes is working with uh the demonic character. Which I will argue for half a point. Because she was the demonic character, and that bunny rabbit straight up ate um, that insect bird thing. So I think he's a demonic character. Uh, I don't know. That one feels like a stretch. Uh... How about my first? I'll just go with my, my first argument, that she was the evil character. Uh, I mean, her... Hmm. I feel bad because if I say yes, you get this, then we tie. But if I say no, like I want to, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like I, I could be convinced, but I, it feels like like this this prediction is saying that there are two people involved, and mm-hmm. Agnes okay. is, while at best a co-conspirator not the one involved like not the sole conspirator and that that's kind of where where i'm at like i i could give you the the half point because at the time no, i mean no, we were don't, probably don't already... feel guilty if you don't think i earned it <laughs> and you just want to accept the win for yourself i mean always <laughs> uh, <laughs> now uh, hold on i'm thinking about it i'm i'm i'm, I'm coming around to it i'm coming around cuz i mean agnes is I mean, she's not a demon, but eh, I mean, demon could also just be a description of a horrible person, which she yeah, kind of is. She is. Yeah, she killed everyone in her coven, plus her mother and the uh, dog. Oh yeah, there you go. She's a demon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the half point. I think that's fair. All right. That's fair. So with that, we have both tied with three points. Yay! Yay! Um. So, something I actually, I just saw this. We didn't have on our rundown. Mm-hmm. What do you think is next for Wanda and Vision? Oh, that's a good question. Um, all right. I mean, thinking about it a little bit, you know, we, we do, well, I'll start with Wanda at least. So, you know, we, we know Wanda is um, learning uh, in that cabin uh, far away, which I was really half expecting her to just like write a note and then Hulk out, which would have been great, but no, it's <laughs> right? a separate thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things like we're, we definitely see that she has more power than uh, Dr. Strange. The one time we saw him astral projecting, right? Like when in, in his movie, no, two uh, times. Well, yeah. Uh, what was the second time? Uh, when he was studying and when uh, uh, Dr. Palmer had to do surgery on him. Oh, yeah, that's right. So in, in, in both scenarios, he physically was unconscious, right? Mm-hmm. He was sleeping or just uh, knocked unconscious due to pain. But either way, his body wasn't doing anything. And we saw Wanda was like, her body was walking around, drinking coffee and you know that kind of stuff. Um, so she she's learning. She's getting better. She's at, at a minimum, like, learning the basics right because that, yeah. that, that was one of agatha's big things like how do, how do you not know the basics so she's taking that time to learn so when we see her next she's going to be even more powerful because she'll actually know how to do the stuff that she's doing um 
as far as like an actual storyline, she's probably going to be like opening up dimension portals. And I'm I'm going to call it right now. I'm pretty sure that's where where Doctor Strange walks up and says, "Hey, hey, no, 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 this is bad. We we yeah. can't keep doing this. What's what's going on here?" <laughs> no, I I think I think you're right. I think um, either that or Doctor Strange is going to encounter Wanda in another universe or dimension and be like, "Hey, hey, hey, what the hell?" <laughs> Yeah, um, that, the, that would make sense. The only reason I don't think Doctor Strange would be super, um, like, if she started opening portals while he's going to be super concerned, is um, he didn't come to the Hex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. So he has to, like, accidentally find out about all this stuff. That, would that or Mordo's going to get involved somehow. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Mordo entirely. So did everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Um, I I think, yeah, she's going to be... There are rumors, which I'm starting to believe rumors less and less now, uh, mostly because of the show, <laughs> uh-huh. but that she's going to show up in Spider-Man. Uh, no Way Home. Uh. I think they're going to encounter her post credit scene or something in this world hopping thing. And they're going to, um, I mean, for all she knows, she's interested in understanding this power and who understands that more than the Sorcerer Supreme. I think she's going to approach Dr. Strange. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. I actually had thought about it a little bit more. I'm going to go a little bit crazier and change my original answer. Okay. Um, so let's completely ignore what I said, except for Fine. some of the logic uh, leading up to it, like her getting more powerful. I've already forgotten, so continue. <laughs> Perfect. Same here. So she is going to um, take over uh, another land, another dimension, the dimension where her kids are. And then something's going to happen to, like, like, Doctor Strange will find out about it, and he's going to like go over and say, hey, what what's going on? Why are all of these, you know, demons or, or whatever, why are all these other beings coming to our dimension? So he has to like go and investigate and then they're gonna run into each other. And then they're gonna disagree eye to eye. Not like civil war fighting, but you know, maybe maybe something along those lines. What if instead of mm-hmm. Strange coming to Westview in the aftermath, Mordo comes to Westview in the aftermath and unmind wipes Agatha, oh. and they team up against um, Strange because she Agatha wants to get rid of the Scarlet Witch to absorb her powers, and Mordo thinks there are too many magic users in general. That would make sense. Yeah, that those two would work together pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. I <laughs> I mean I hope Agatha pops up again. I don't think she's gonna pop up this soon, honestly. Mm-hmm. But oh, I think yeah. that would be cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, your other question, what's going on with Vision? Oh, no. Where, I, where will we see Vision next? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm trying to think of something. Uh, I mean... I've got a maybe... bonkers idea. Okay, I want to listen to yours first, then. I think... Um, the end of Multiverse of Madness will end with Wanda electing to stay in another dimension with her children okay 
So that means somewhere in the universe, the dark hold will be unattended in our universe. Again. Okay. Again. <laughs> and it's going to factor in because Darkhold is also one of the original curses to make vampires is there. <laughs> it's going to be a big part of Blade and White Vision is going to show up randomly in Blade. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Mostly I think the Darkhold is setting up Blade um, because there's a lot of vampire stuff in that. Um, also, headcanon. The Darkhold uh, changes the contents to whatever your um, your first language is. What if, like the Scarlet Witch and um, Agatha's powers come from other places? Maybe they understand other dimensions. So the reason it doesn't say Darkhold on the side like it did in uh, Agents of Shield and Runaways is because it just changed to be whatever that base language is, like runes. Yeah, that could be it. Um, another thing, apparently in the comics, the book itself just changes appearance sometimes yeah. so like so there's no reason why people are saying well this proves that every, that ancient shield is uncanon not canon no other things do that <laughs> but not this specifically <laughs> i disagree with everything that you said about what proves it's not canon it's still canon in my mind <laughs> but fine we'll argue about that some more through text messages yeah <laughs> uh, uh i guess if i'm gonna predict where we'll see vision next you know, I'm going to go out there too. I'm, I'm going to guess it's got to be something like high level. I'm going to say he's going to show up in the Captain Marvel 2 movie. Okay. Just like in space, he's doing stuff. He kind of, he's, he's done a whole soul searching uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he's, he can only spend so much time on a tropical vacation that he decided like, well, I guess I'll go help do hero stuff in space. Let's like see what that's like. Tahiti or something. Yeah, that's where he was for like six months, and then, <laughs> then he just like went back to sword. And he was like, "Hey, I know you guys have some some stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the spaceship." And they're gonna say no, and he's gonna be like, "You're not gonna do anything about it." And then they they'll try, but they won't be effective. Yeah, I mean, I think Vision would be good in like a hypothetical um, Silver Surfer movie <laughs> if he's going to space. Yeah, that's true. Okay, it's just like he seems so much more cerebral, which I mean, hit the climax of his final final battle is a philosophy argument. So, <laughs> and I loved it. I was like, "This is perfect vision." Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I like realistically, I have no idea where Vision could show up next. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so are we uh, are we done with this with the uh, first of our our doubleheader part of the episode? Did you have anything else you wanted to say about one division? Um, so much, but we'll probably cover that in twenty twenty six when we get to this um show on our schedule. Woohoo! I can't wait. <laughs> You'll have five to. years to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. All right, well then, in that case, uh, let's move on to the next half of this this episode. <laughs> all right so now we're uh, moving into the second half of this um prediction and results uh episodes uh so this half is the uh predictions that we're going to be doing for falcon and the winter soldier which premieres uh on disney plus on friday march 19th so that is two weeks from when this uh 
this podcast is dropping uh, or one week. Uh, I really should have written down when this is dropping. <laughs> anyway, it's coming out soon in March. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, for this uh, second half of the episode, uh, we're joined by two guests that you may already know from their awesome podcast, uh, Trey and Jude from MCU Need to Know. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hey, hey. how are you doing? Hey, pretty good. Uh, why don't you uh, quickly tell uh, our audience about your show? Uh, yeah, so Trey and I are cousins, and uh, well, Trey streamed for a number of years, and so he's he's a content creator at heart, and <laughs> we uh, both love the MCU, and just decided, hey, let's just record ourselves talking about it, and maybe others would be interested. Uh, so we started recording. It's interesting. We actually wanted to kick off with Black Widow, and. <laughs> because of the pandemic and it getting pushed back where Trey wanted to wait and I convinced him to go ahead and get started anyways. And we started with uh, Netflix daredevil season one. And it was a nice little warm up on for us and kind of working out the kinks to, you know, get started with WandaVision and it's been a fun ride. <laughs> awesome. And yeah, so your show has been running for a, about a year now, right? Or almost out there. Almost. It'll be a year the first weekend or i guess we dropped our first episode the last day of april because that was okay. i believe a sunday and then and then we you know so we really officially kind of got started right at may that that early may yeah it's so funny that we planned to do it with black widow and here we are almost a year later and black widow is still not out <laughs> i know right <laughs> yeah it's been crazy. Uh, well yeah <laughs> i'll see what happens yeah <laughs> Disney Plus is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, cool. So uh, before jumping into it, a couple things I want to say. Um, we already said this at the beginning with the WandaVision results, but just a reminder again, as far as this ep these ep types of episodes go, um, we are uh, full spoilers for absolutely everything. So all of the movies, all of the TV shows, etc. So if there's anything you've missed that you don't want to have accidentally spoiled maybe step away uh we have no idea what we might say or might not um now our predictions uh the way this works is we have a total of seven questions uh three questions from our show three questions from mcu need to know uh and then the final question is the just random one so uh there's just a lot of things that we'll be talking about <laughs> yeah um Al, there's one thing. There's one specific episode of one show we will not be spoiling. <laughs> yes, and so that was the last thing I was going to go over. Um, so we're recording this a couple of days before the finale of WandaVision. So we will not be spoiling that one because we haven't even seen it. Um, we'll probably be making guesses. So yeah. we'll see. How I mean, goes. that amazing reveal that uh, Negavision is actually Baron Zemo in disguise. We don't know about that yet. So, <laughs> I'll so write that down for Tony. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I my grain of sand is still gonna be Magneto shows up in in the last episode of Wandavision. So, <laughs> you know when that happens, you have it here. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'm I'm sure we all have that like that one <laughs> thing we're really hoping for. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> uh all right, cool. All right, so um, just because I'm a little worried that this is going to be like a two-hour prediction episode, <laughs> let's just go ahead and jump into it. Uh, so, Tony, uh, why don't you go ahead and start reading off whatever questions. All got. right. The first question from us, the MCU Rewind, is 
predicting how did Zemo escape from his captivity we last saw him in Civil War? And I think we'll start with one of our guests. So Jude, do you want to start us off with that answer? Uh, how did Zemo escape? I honestly, I feel like this is lazy writing and probably why I'm not a writer. Um, I, I'm attaching it to the blip. Like, I, I feel like he might have got blipped, you know, because it didn't look like they intentionally aged him, although they use trailers to fake us out all the time. And when he came back, it was a, such a situation that it became easy for him to escape. If, if that makes sense um, somehow. And I, so I think they're going to attach it to that somehow. Yeah, that, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. I'm just going to jump in right now because I have the exact same answer. Oh, <laughs> great. Because so do I. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. I think I got a different answer. This is cool. Oh, awesome. <laughs> All right. We'll just, we'll just great. get right to Trey. Maybe this will be a shorter okay. episode than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I like I I think the blip could be a way to do it. But something else that I was thinking about is there seems to kind of be this anti superhero ideology that's building. Uh, we've kind of seen it uh, pop up in certain character Hayward from uh, One Division, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and as much as that was like part of Zemo's plan in Civil War of like disrupting the Avengers, I think we might see you know, kind of a little bit on the blip, but in this post-snap world that more people are leaning towards that ideology. And I would like to see him kind of talk his way out of finding more and more people who are believing in that, like, hey, we got to get rid of these superheroes. And that's how he's able to escape. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's yeah. a good one. So yeah. like the, he, as a prisoner, he's getting, you know, convincing guards or other people kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Maybe a Harley Quinn kind of character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I think in Civil War, he was... I mean, he's Sokovian and he's highly trained. You mm-hmm. know, that's why he was able to pull off uh, the plot, you know, of, of the Civil War movie. So I I could see that happening. I'm going to go with the blip just because that was mine. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also expanding on that is like, if this is a follow up, like directly from WandaVision, feelings can be high from if it gets out what happened in New Jersey and Westview, her essentially mm-hmm. enslaving all these people for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine a lot of people would would not be happy about that kind of thing happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, now I regret my answer, but it's already there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, again, if we're speculating wise, um, yeah. I, I'm curious. So, what prison he's in is a Wakandan prison. I'm trying to think back to Civil War. He was in, um, uh, Ross uh, Martin Freeman. I can't. His last name is Ross, but it's not Thunderbolt Ross. Um, yeah, um, yeah. He was the CIA agent, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's either in the CIA or he's in Interpol because it looks like the same place where they're keeping Bucky in Civil War. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a good catch. Well, yeah, because, I mean, yeah, that's exactly right. Because I was thinking of just that end scene between him and uh, Black Panther, T'Challa. So that's mm-hmm. why I was wondering if he was in a, uh, a Wakandan prison. So, yeah. All right, let's move on to the next question and see if we have different answers. <laughs> All right. Um, so what are Sam and Bucky's legal status? Are they still one for breaking the Sokovia Accords or going on the run against um, pretty much the Sokovia Accords? Um, Trey, we'll start with you this time. Okay, so for me, I my prediction is that I think, you know, they'll be forgiven 
for breaking the Sokovia Accords on the condition of turning in the shield plus services for, you know, the Infinity War and Endgame, everything they did there. Um, and my biggest reasoning being, it seems based on the trailers that the legacy of the shield is going to be centered for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I almost feel like Sam's going to be wrestling with it in the same way that Peter Parker was wrestling with the legacy of Edith and kind of just like saying like, oh, someone else should do this. So I'm thinking the way I'm assuming the U.S. government gets the shield back is kind of like they talk Sam into like giving that up for whatever warped reasons they have. And that might lead to them being kind of free to operate in Rome without the burdens of the Sokovia Accords on their back. All right. I like it. Um, Al, how about yours? Yeah. So, okay. So I think that they're in a little bit of a gray area, like legal gray area, right? Um, Also, it, it, I don't think they were only on the run for the Sokovia Accords. Remember, they blew up an airport. I think Germany is also angry at them. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) That might turn a few heads. (laughs) Maybe, maybe they're not allowed in that country. Uh, (laughs) Um. But, uh, okay, so, you know, we, we've seen in WandaVision, right? Like, that was a couple of weeks after the blip, and she seemed to be completely fine, right? We saw in episode eight, she walked right into a sword facility, completely fine. She walked to um, Westview, and she, like, seemed to own a parcel of land for a house. So um, I think for the most part, they're fine. Um, but I, I think that they're they're doing like one of those um like they're they're doing something to try and clear their names uh but also like it's kind of the only thing they really know how to do so um while they're not um volunteering exactly they're like they're doing these missions uh you know like those tv shows where you know there's there's the really highly skilled prisoner who helps the government agency you know like white collar mm-hmm. breakout kings the yeah. blacklist the enemy within Mm-hmm. thieves players suicide spies suicide squad <laughs> yeah, yeah. etc you know catch all me all if you things. can yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> no i don't think that's a real trope al <laughs> <laughs> all right well then i think disney is inventing that kind of trope. <laughs> and we're just gonna see a bunch of those in the next few years i mean if we wait long enough disney owns all the movies so they might as well own <laughs> <Yeah>. the trope <laughs> give them a long, long enough timeline disney just owns everything <laughs> You know, so I, if they keep putting out Marvel content, is this good? I'm, I'm gonna be okay with it. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. I agree. <laughs> so, so that's my my prediction. They're they're basically like, kind of trying to to get that status back of, mm-hmm. of uh, you mm-hmm. know, what they had before. Yeah. Uh, man. Okay. So I'm not sure. I feel like my answer is also dependent upon one of our questions, um, and only because. Uh, so let me try to answer this in, in such a way where I'm where I'm not getting into our question. It, it, if, if I think about it through, at the end of Civil War, Bucky was in Wakanda. He fought in Wakanda and got dusted and came back. Sam was on the run, fought in Wakanda and got dusted. So I feel like they are still, at least in the beginning, probably on the run. Um legally so to speak like like in a very technical legal way and whether or not it's, i mean because sam was broken out of uh prison by cap right to go mm-hmm. on the run so so in that way i feel like they still have that kind of legal status now to the extent that they're actually 
being enforced, you know, and how much they they want to do that, I'm not sure. Um, so in that way, I'm going to say, yeah, they're still they're still on the run. Um, yeah, the enforcement of the Sokovia Accords. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched Agents of Shield, but it gives me and Al a real big headache. What sometimes is enforced and sometimes it's not. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I've seen, I think, is it season six? It's the one where half the season was in space. Uh, Season five five where it's space future and then it catches up, which Mm -hmm. I enjoyed. Um, But keep in mind, like, I don't have television. Like, I stream everything. And so it was hard for me to keep up with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. when it was live. And so that's why I'm behind. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm actually genuine because I, I I think I ended right around the same time Jude did with Agents of Shield. Did they ever tackle the Sokovia Courts in that show? Um, in uh, season three, so right after the Sokovia Accords were signed, there are Inhumans who have to sign the Accords, and there mm-hmm. are um, there are different mentions of the Accords and breaking mm-hmm. the Accords and stuff like that. But it's enforced in such a like wishy washy way, kind of like mm-hmm. a lot of things in Agents of Shield, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Although actually I will say that the one line we got about the Sokovia Accords in WandaVision was actually pretty much in line with what we got in Agents of Shield. So that was nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. on the whole um with Hayward and Vi- and Wu violating the Accords. Yeah. I yeah. don't remember exactly yeah. what was said, but yeah, it was something like, Oh, that's against the Sokovia Accords and then they never mention it again. Well, yeah. what exactly? Because I think Hayward said like three things. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was about um Wanda taking when when they when he showed the doctored footage yeah okay. and how she was bringing him back online and it was against vision's living will and the the accords yeah i mean uh the understanding from agents of shield is pretty much if anyone uses their powers and it's not specifically for a approved military um event it's against the Sokovia accords which wow. okay it's very difficult and weird to enforce <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, for Sam and Bucky's legal status, uh, my prediction is I think they made some sort of plea deal, and that's why they're working for the military. Mm-hmm. Um, very much like how um, Hawkeye and Ant Man both made plea deals, but you know they only blew up an airport, <laughs> and then these guys blew up an airport, then went on the run for a couple years, so <laughs> it's a bigger deal. <laughs> so, okay. So let me ask you this: What do you think? When we say military, are we real? Do you really mean military, or are we thinking like sword or or something? Well, here's question number three. Thanks for the segue. <laughs> <laughs> we we see them in therapy and jumping out of a military plane. Who are they working for? <laughs> so, perfect segue. Um, Al, what's your guess? <laughs> um, so I think it's um some sort of multinational military task force kind of thing so it's not u.s specific um and if i knew the comics better i probably would guess at like some kind of organization that already exists but i'm definitely thinking it's not sword all right okay um how about you trey yeah so i don't think it's anything like sword or shielding like anything like that uh specifically because when i was looking at the trailer uh right before sam jumps out like there's uh there's a man kind of like tending the the jump point and he looks like he's in the u.s air force garb and so it seemed like it, it is of that official 
um, you know, official mission uh, status. So uh, for me, I think they're still at least at that point in the trailer, at least working with the U.S. government at that point. Okay. And just kind of one other thing to point out, it was confirmed that uh, Rhodey is going to be in in the show. Like, I don't know how big of, you know, how many scenes kind of thing he'll get, but mm-hmm. he does show up. So. And I think I think Sam has ties to the uh, Air Force, too. So I, it feels like that would be a nice place to explore with him as it's, yeah. you know, partly focused on him, too. Yeah, um, that was actually my guess. It's exactly for that reason was the Air Force, because uh, Sam was in the Air Force. Um, he was a. Uh, I think he's a paratrooper before he got the wings, but pararescue, a PJ pararescue. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Although I bet someone who knows this a lot better than us is yelling at their, um, phone right now saying (laughs) that's an army plane or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) What else is the internet for? (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) That's right. It's our corrections. Uh, All right, Jude, what are you thinking? Uh, okay. So I'm thinking, you know, actually, I didn't realize Rhodey was like confirmed for this show. So, and I'm glad to know that because it actually, I think, reinforces what I'm my thought is I think we're going to find out that this is going to be some group, whether they bring back AIM or something that's trying to fill the void like Stark Industries and Shield left. Um, because we see what is it, US Agent? Right. Mm-hmm. Or um, I think I think it's who it is. So in, in the trailer. So we get another cap and we know that's or a, an attempted another cap um, with the what armor wars coming. And if, if Rhodey's going to be there, we're getting armor wars. I think they're, you know, they're bringing Justin Hammer back. Mm-hmm. So I think you're going to start seeing them lay the groundworks for that show as well. And so it's going to be some kind of organization like that is is why we're what we're going to see. Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I mean, in the comics, there was there was a run where um, uh, Norman Osborn basically took over Shield, mm-hmm. right? Oh. And mm-hmm. like like legally yeah. type uh, of Dark, took it over Dark Avengers, I believe. Yeah, there we mm-hmm. go. So I I kind of wonder if it's uh, did did they like change the name of Shield at some point? Um, in that run, because yes. I'm wondering if maybe it was something like that. It actually, was because that's a really good point. It was called Hammer. And I, no. as far as I know, Hammer didn't stand for, or they never revealed what Hammer stood for. Yeah. But yeah. Well, and if they bring Justin Hammer back, that can just be his ego, because that's mm-hmm. Justin Hammer. <laughs> you know, the the Rockwell Justin Hammer. <laughs> that would be so in line with the character. Yeah. And I would so love to see him back. So. <laughs> and part of me would kind of like them to try and force some acronym for it, just to see them do it, as much as they played on how much Shield wanted their name. <laughs> To be yeah. fit the the acronym, yeah. right? Yeah, and I think they're like in line to bring up Justin Hammers back because they've been kind of rehabilitating the images of the lesser MCU movies, like bringing Thor: The Dark World into Endgame, and then making mm-hmm. Age of Ultron super important in WandaVision. It would make sense mm-hmm. if they made Iron Man two super important to uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's really cool. All right, guys. So now it's your questions. So, Awesome. All right. So uh, the first one of our questions is, what is the time frame of Falcon and the Winter Soldier in relation to Endgame and Black Widow? Um, so, Al, would you like to go first? 
Sure. Um, way to have the hardest question, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we came out strong. Because <laughs> I have no idea how to guess this. Um, so it's a pure guess. Um, all right. I'm, I'm thinking it's it's going to be a few months later, um, which makes it definitely after the events of WandaVision. But I'm kind of thinking before Spider-Man Far From Hope. So okay. I'm going to choose a very specific number and say that this is four months after the blip. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I mean, but that's, I, I like that to, to, I mean, situating it, you know, cause now we know where WandaVision is and we have a good, and we know where far from home is. So that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually, I'm going to go ahead and go and just say mine's not that far off of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely, and, and one of the things I've, I found interesting about this was cause this was supposed to be first, right? This mm-hmm. then black widow, mm-hmm. um, originally. And so that's why, you know, I was kind of thinking, okay, what does that mean in the timeline wise? I'm going to say with you, same thing, like right after, right after WandaVision, um, somewhere in there before far from home, for me so that why that's why they're still on the run um in that in that legal way um i don't think it's going to go past far from home for the reason that i i think what we see new characters like when we get miss marvel she hulk and and those types of things that's when we're going to start seeing the timeline grow past far from home that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I mean, also, so the the sequel to Far From Home, right? Uh, no Way Home, that's coming out at the end of this year mm-hmm. of 2021. So mm-hmm. I would actually be surprised if that, just based off of how you know, Far From Home ended, I would be surprised if, if that movie was like months after Far From Home. Right. It, it feels like the kind of thing that'll be pretty much right after. Right on top. Well, kind of yeah. like what Guardians and the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 were. Mm-hmm. Yeah timeline wise pretty much on top of each other yeah i think the real benefit of going five years in the future that the endgame did was they can tell a bunch of concurrent stories now like eternals Mm -hmm. there's no reason why that eternals has to be after endgame it could have taken place before or any place like that Mm -hmm. yeah uh i've got a real important question for you guys is this um the price is right rules is it the closest um without going over the actual answer (laughs) because <laughs> hey, i'll do it's, like it's, three it's, months it's, and 29 days i was gonna say <laughs> it is your show i'm playing by your rules yeah so. <laughs> yeah your show's your rules <laughs> no i um i i definitely think it's a post-end game um i just a shot in the dark i just put down probably three months i have no idea and we have no <laughs> i don't think we have any context for how long it takes place yet <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we we did actually have a little bit of, of some context clues in the trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we do know um, that uh, Zemo got out and was actually able to, like, get some people following him. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably some amount of time of getting a U.S. agent type of person set up to be, you know, Captain America replacement mm-hmm. kind of person. So, like, uh-huh. I think those things take time. Yeah. Um, but like choosing a, an actual time, like ah, it's 
shot in the dark. <laughs> you know, because as I'm looking at my answer, I forgot when I wrote these that we were kind of like trying to keep score. So my answer might be cheating a little bit because I was going to say, I feel like time, uh, time frame wise, we might see kind of like a split timeline thing where Bucky and Sam, that's more closer to present day stuff, say, you know, kind of close to far from home. Mm -hmm. Um knowing that there may have been potential connective tissue between Black Widow and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I wonder if maybe some of that Zemo storyline would interact with what's being told there. And the reason I got that is because, uh, you know, General Ross is going to be in Black Widow. I know there are rumors that he's putting together his own team of... Huh? Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts, yes. And so I wonder if maybe if that carries over, if we'll see another timeline of him and maybe what was going on in Black Widow 2. At least for a couple episodes before we see things converge and the story take place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a really I, good point, yeah. Yeah, I like that, especially because uh, especially what we've seen in WandaVision, you can play with format a lot better in a show than in a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. again, your show, your rules, however you want to score that. <laughs> I really casted a wide net there. Uh, you know what? I, I wrote a split timeline. Bucky and Sam far, close to far from home. Summon Zemo may be around Black Widow time. If it's not split between those, you don't get the point. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Trey's all, it's going to happen in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so you see, the Big Bang happened four billion years ago. It was sometime after that. <laughs> it's been my strategy all along. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so for our next question, um, will Bucky's arm get to cool tech because it's Wakandan? So, uh, Tony, if you want to go first this time. Yeah, I'm probably going to be. I hope I'm the only one who says this. I'm going to go with no, specifically mm-hmm. because if it had some cool tech thing, it would be too familiar with Claw's tech, who was an enemy mm-hmm. of Wakanda. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know, I'm a, I guess I can jump in real quick because my answer is in direct opposite. I wrote because of Claw, maybe, because it always felt like to me like it was such a letdown that they had that big buildup of like, you know, them in Wakanda presenting Bucky the new arm. But you bring up such a great point. I never thought about it that way, that because Claw was an enemy of them, it wouldn't make sense that they would have an arm inspired by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to also interject and say also no. Um, oh, my... I thought it was so unique. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kind of hoping we get a yes after that. Uh, so my logic was, okay, like you look at the arm and it does have that cool paint job. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's darker. It's definitely black with the, the gold on it. Um, I, I didn't see like a really good close up or anything, but it, it kind of does look vibranium. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking, no, it's not even vibranium because I think, they just didn't want to waste it on him. Like they already took care of him, let him live there for we have no idea how long, like a couple years, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was enough of a gift. They, they probably just <laughs> put like some really cool, some, some really good metal, old old arm repaint job. <laughs> he, he's we fixed a, your mind. Wasn't that enough? <laughs> he's in a yeah. battle, and you see the you see on the shoulder it starts to scratch off, and there comes the red star again. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket's there to think he's got a better deal now because it's not as pristine. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm going to go with Trey and say yes, 
Cool. Um, and and mainly because it it's kind of weird because I'm because there's an element of depending on what they do with it. If I say yes, it's like it can be really cheesy, you know. And so you got to do it right. Like, how do you give a single arm tech, you know, that that doesn't come off cheesy? Um, and I'm gonna trust the the creators of MCU and stuff and their creative team to pull it off. I feel like it's Wakandan and Shuri made it and she just can't help herself but to do stuff. Like that's mm-hmm. just who she is character wise, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And we get that in the first Black Panther, right? Like T'Challa's fine with the suit and she's like, oh, but this is old tech. Hold on. Let me put my helmet on. And, <laughs> and, and so she gets the an improve that he wasn't even really asking for. Um, so I just feel like she just can't help herself. And that's why. And plus, most characters get, I mean, I guess being deprogrammed should be enough. Although I'm not convinced he's 100% deprogrammed. But, um, you know, but, um, well, I mean, you're bringing Zemo back, right? And Mm -hmm. he's the one that set him off in Civil War. Um, But most of our heroes get some kind of... um, upgrade in power with each story and like that's really his only thing you can upgrade so so those are my two reasons to say yes all right yeah those are really good reasons i wish i could change my answer unfortunately i already spoke (laughs) (laughs) this is why i'm writing them down so we're not coming back in a couple months being like no but i I totally meant what happened in that show i was right Um, so yeah, I think this brings us to our last question that we came up with, um, you know, given the Disney plus shows having, um, kind of built up this reputation of bringing in cameos. I know that's been a big deal, uh, for stuff like Mandalorian, potentially WandaVision. If Falcon and the Winter Soldier gets a cameo, who would y'all like it to be? Um, Jude, if you want to go first this time. Let's see. I'm going to go, huh, man, I had one. But now I, I kind of want to save it for the, the little surprise <laughs> round, actually. Um, honestly, the the cameo that I would love to see, um, I didn't know it was Rhodey. And so, like, I'm going to get what I want. <laughs> <laughs> the best prediction of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then my guess is I think uh, Sam Wilson is going to be in this. So. <laughs> but yeah, like, like I didn't, I didn't, I don't. I don't know where I missed that, but it was like, I'd love to, cause I always love to see that inner, that connective tissue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just came off of WandaVision. Right. And, and I realized we mentioned as you're recording it, we haven't seen the last episode and you know, Rhodey is a good down to earth type character. You know, I mean, you're not going to get, you know, Quill or Thor showing up in this, you're going to have a down to earth character. So in that sense, uh, you know, definitely Rhodey for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's so funny because we talked a little bit about these, these questions, Jude, and I mentioned that Rhodey was going to be in this know, and it's, and I'm it just, still slipped your mind. <laughs> I know. I'm just dumb. I just or dumb or he claims it slipped, <laughs> it slipped his mind. So he can get the point. <laughs> hey, I just want to be right once. Uh, yeah. Haven't no. you listened to our show? I think you're on track. <laughs> Yeah, so now I I uh yeah, I don't yeah, sorry. No, it's all good. <laughs> oh, you're it's good. all right. So Jude definitely gets a point. 
Uh, I guess I can jump in uh, with mine, you know, kind of in line with what Jude was talking about of being down to earth characters. I got to say, cameo wise, I think I might be pulling for Smart Hulk, which was something that I didn't expect when I sat down to write these. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we saw in the interim of Infinity War and Endgame, you know, Natasha was running like her own makeshift Avengers with Okoye and Rocket, Rhodey and Carol. Um, you know, obviously knowing the fate of her character in that movie, that's not necessarily the case anymore. And so I was kind of just trying to predict who would be in that place to kind of shepherd whatever remains of the Avengers. And it felt like Smart Hulk was kind of getting primed for that position, uh, having switched from being the rage monster to someone who's a lot more reserved, um, a lot more analytical than he's ever been. I think that would be a good fit. And I don't know. I think it could be a fun cameo if he makes an appearance in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I didn't even think about mm -hmm. him at all, as a, considering it, but that's a really good idea. <laughs> Same. Um, so I have a history of going, having a real, like, solid, yes, this is a possibility, and a real out-there idea. So I'm going with the out-there idea. Uh -huh. um, we know that they're going to be in uh, Madripoor, which is a fictional, kind of, like, Singapore version um a city in the MCU, that's in Asia. I mm -hmm. think uh, we might get a cameo of Shang Chi from the upcoming movie. Ooh, oh, oh. that would yeah. be nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially because man, we we haven't had a trailer for that, a teaser. Mm -hmm. Have we even had set photos? Not official no. set photos. Yeah, not official yet. Which yeah, which no. is weird because by this time, I mean Spider Man, I think had two official set photos. Well, mm -hmm. it's Sony and their yeah. marketing is kind of weird. <laughs> but but like yeah, just to not have anything on that or the Eternals either. But yeah, I think that would be a great one to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to remember Tony because you know that way better than me. Uh, Shang Chi is coming out this year, right? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh. Right. okay. I didn't I know it got delayed again. I'll double check though. Oh wait, I might be wrong. Yeah, as oh. far as I remembered, I think it was in the June, July, July ninth, July ninth, as, as of right now, <laughs> as of recording. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the as big asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. As of recording, right. pulling out the MCU, you need to know bingo card there. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we say that so much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so I'll go ahead and jump in um, with mine. Uh, I went back and forth because, you know, I, I started with similar thinking, right? Like someone down to earth, that kind of character. But then I remembered, you know, who is very linked to uh, the Winter Soldier is Rocket Raccoon. So here's what I'm thinking happened. Um, <laughs> we're going to get something like a, a, a... Great, now I'm completely blanking on the word. Not a, not a prequel, but like a, a memory, you know, something Flashback. that happened before. Flashback, mm -hmm. there we go. Uh, man, I suck at words. So <laughs> good thing, good thing you don't need words for this. I was say my prediction was something we already know, so it's okay. <laughs> so, so okay, uh, there's going to be a flashback of Rocket uh, talking to uh, Bucky and saying, "Hey, what do you want for that arm?" And Bucky's going to say, "Well, obviously, no, I'm not giving you this arm, but I have the old one, and so they're going <laughs> to trade." And then. Um, Bucky's gonna have some cool alien tech kind of thing, like a like a weapon or maybe a, a like a one time use bomb kind of thing. So that yeah. would be cool. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking rocket for that. Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, especially if when Guardians Three comes out, if we just see Bucky's arm like just chilling <laughs> just hanging on their out. ship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, guys. Okay, wait. Can can I uh-huh. can yeah. I ask a weird question? Is it and because I don't remember, did Bucky's arm get dusted? Yes, it did. Okay, <laughs> like uh, I'm just it's it's a piece of metal. It's not like yeah, a human arm. Clothes come and out. So and then okay, coming and so, out all and nude. So it's like 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 did his arm get dusted? Okay. <laughs> That'd be an awkward, like, you just see everybody's dusted, and then all of a sudden you just hear, like, a dunk. Like, you just hear the arm drop. <laughs> you want to talk about a morbid turn for the MCU. <laughs> just, his arm falls to the ground along with his gun. Well, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> I think about that a lot when uh, The Last Jedi, when uh, Luke fades away. Does his arm, his arm didn't clunk down either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, shoot, now y'all have me thinking. Like, obviously, we know what happens to Vision because they needed the stone. Mm-hmm. If they didn't need that, would Vision have had the potential to be snapped away? Hmm. <laughs> now we're getting existential. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the end of Age of Ultron when they were saying, like, put the Mjolnir in the elevator and the elevator goes up. It's not worth it. Is he a machine? Is he a living thing? We don't know. <laughs> Or even Nebula. Now I'm just down a rabbit hole. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's probably why they didn't, you know, snap Nebula. They didn't want to have to mess with it. Right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, in the very unlikely chance that we either all get these right or um, Jude wins because he knew one answer. <laughs> Here's your guys' Hail Mary. One random prediction that we did not bring up today. What do you think is going to happen randomly in the show? Um, Jude, we'll start with you. Uh, I think we're going to see old Cap make a cameo. Ooh, that's that was that was something I wanted to go with, but I was like, no, I'm leaving that for the the surprise round. And Rhodey again, honestly, blanking on that. Uh, but old Cap, I think we're going to see him. Yeah, um, that's was my other guess. Like when it, between Shang Chi. <laughs> <laughs> and my mm-hmm. down there is one. It was old cap, but it's hiding against it. <laughs> <laughs> so throwing more more fuel onto that, you know, we know um, that there there was some uh, possible contract negotiations going on before. So yeah, it's it's possible. Um, and why am I blanking on his name? Evans, Chris Evans, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so maybe yeah, Chris Evans. He just comes back for like the one scene. Um, and given that that rumor was on what like a month, month and a half ago, something like that. Um, yeah, that's enough time to fill or to film just like a single scene of him mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah that would yeah. be cool. Selfishly, I'm kind of hoping for it because I know the streak's been broken, but I think it's been what since 2013 or 2014. Like every year, Chris Evans has appeared in a Marvel movie, I think and it was all the way from 2011. Really, so in 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like, it would be fun to see that streak go on, even if it's just like he's been in at least one phase. But uh, that's wishful thinking as a Captain America fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Trey, what's your random prediction? So my random prediction, I think much in the way that we saw WandaVision handle a flashback of somebody coming back from the snap, I think we might get a flashback of Sam reliving that story that he told in Winter Soldier where he was running missions with a friend and he was forced to watch his demise given the way that they played out. Because they left it just vague enough, but I swing it for the fences. I think we'll see that tackled in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. 
Yeah, I, I I I agree with that because um, especially with all of Wanda's flashbacks in Episode Eight, bringing <laughs> into these characters. Um, well, I'll make Al go last, so I'll say, um, I think that one of the running themes through the Disney Plus shows is going to be trolling people hoping for mutant fruits. <laughs> 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 uh, Madripoor is a big um setting in Wolverine's backstory. So I don't think we'll get any Wolverine, but we'll see like clues or um, little references to Wolverine being in Madripoor at one point. Mm -hmm. And people just <laughs> dissect that, but they won't show him at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's right. it, hasn't there been a lot of rumors about Omega Red? Yeah. Um, yeah, there have. Especially because Omega Red, if I remember correctly, was a like Soviet um, mm -hmm. mutant. And I think like when Black Widow was coming, or it is it is coming out. We all know, God, <laughs> right. please. But, At some point, <laughs> um, when they were hyping it up before the pandemic, people thought maybe he'd be a big part of the Russian storyline. And we yeah. still have yet to see that. Yeah. All right, Al. What do you think? All right. So, um, the season for this show starts on Friday, March nineteenth. And we know that it goes for six weeks, uh, meaning that it ends on Friday, April 23rd. Exactly two weeks later on Friday, May 7th, is when the Black Widow movie is supposed to come out. So my prediction is that the end credit scene for the final episode is going to be a trailer for Black Widow, which also announces that Black Widow is going to be on Disney Plus Premier Access. I so Ooh. hope you get that point. Like that's, <laughs> oh my gosh. That'd be a really fun way to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a I, really I, good way to do that. I mean, I'm convinced it's going to be on on Disney Plus, and I was really half expecting them to make that announcement uh, during the Super Bowl, but yeah. I guess they didn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. And here's my thing: I was just talking to my wife about this, and like, I just don't understand why they do that. I will pay, and I'm willing to bet that y'all would do it too. I'm gonna pay. They put on Disney Plus. I'll play the thirty dollars for the extra access, and then when they release it later in the theaters, doesn't have to be same day Wonder Woman style, release it later, I would still go back to the theater to see it. And I think mm -hmm. we could say that about mm -hmm. most Marvel fans. And mm -hmm. I think that they have, they have a product and an audience built in that they could make money both ways. And I, I don't understand why they don't take that. Yeah, totally. Like, I mean, every time like a, a big Marvel movie was coming out for like the past so many years, right? Like any anything with a lot of crossovers, like the Avengers movies yeah, and things like that, they always had, or like a lot of theaters, at least they had that, like, watch all of the MCU movies mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. buy a ticket. You just go sit down for three days. And I never did that, but I would do it for one movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the theater is such an experience, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... So yeah, I really hope your prediction's right. Can I add something to my prediction? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I because I, I feel like it's cheating, and I've already felt like I cheated with the roadie. Uh, when I say an old cap cameo, I don't like new stuff, not like a flashback to in game conversation, like actual new stuff. Okay. So I said new, not stock footage. Right, right, yeah, because because I feel like you know, like Sam has a the the flashback and thinks back to when he gets the shield and we see that scene again from Endgame. Mm -hmm. That's not the same thing as like a new material. Yeah, and that and that's what I'm thinking. 
All right. It's in the record. <laughs> on record. That, that's how confident I am. I wanted to make sure I get all of that down. <laughs> all right. Awesome. So sounds like that's it. Those are our predictions. Um, so we will be back um, sometime after Friday, um, April 23rd, probably a little less than a week after that um, with the uh, with the actual results for this. Um, in the meantime, before we close out, actually, uh, Trey, Jude, do either of you want to talk about uh, your show one more time? Sure, yeah. Um, you know, we release every Monday, MCU Need to Know. Um, you know, right now we've been doing it through WandaVision. Uh, we plan to go through Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And even when we do manage to have random breaks and whatever Marvel decides to stop putting stuff out, uh, we try and center on topic-based stuff within the MCU as well. So every Monday we're uh, putting out new episodes uh, on, you know, every podcast platform available, I think. Yeah, you can also find us um, on Instagram and Twitter, same thing, at, at MCU Need to Know and uh, the email, MCU Need to Know at Gmail. Uh, you can easily find us there. Yeah. All right. Awesome. And for uh, everyone listening, um, I will make sure that I've put uh, all that information in the show notes. So uh, if you thank you uh, miss that, it just click on your show notes, however it is that you use them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So let's go ahead, wrap this up, this giant two-parter episode. Um, and so uh, just listen next week. Uh, we'll be back to our normal cadence of episodes on Monday with uh, Iron Fist Season 1, Episode 6, Immortal Emerges from Cave. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. We are always begging for any kind of rating that you can give us, specifically five stars. I mean, that's what we prefer. Um, and uh, and that's it. So this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous day. Have a marvelous day.